Hi there, Bindu ma'am. This is Nadia from Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. We guide cancer patients on adopting an integrative oncological treatment approach. We help them find the balance between medical treatment and complementary treatment approaches. We help patients with our team of oncologists, lab experts, nutritionists, and other healthcare professionals so that the overall treatment outcome of the patient is at its best. As part of our entire celebrating the fact that we do this campaign, we also connect patients and caregivers and cancer warriors like yourself here today. We have Bindu ma'am to share her inspiring experience and inspiring story. I cannot wait to hear her. Over to you ma'am. Please take it forward from you. Thank you Nadia. Uh, about my story I would first like to tell I was a caregiver for my sister who suffered from breast cancer and that experience really helped me to stay alive today. It was uh, like uh, I didn't have children for many years and then I got twins and exactly after one and a half year I was diagnosed with this uh, breast cancer. I only realized that my nipple had turned hard and because of my sister's experience I rushed to the doctor and started the procedure. In about 10 days I was operated and it's exactly 21 years today, 21st of October 1999. Oh my god. Yeah, I was operated. And then doctor, because there was a family history, strong history, he didn't want to take a chance. He said, I'll do a mastectomy. So we just agreed. And uh, then I underwent, of course, the chemo and everything. That was so traumatizing because, first of all, children were born so late and then twins and then, you know, the suffering. But still, I stood firm. I did not look back. I knew my children were being taken care of by my, both my mother's mother-in-law and my mother and, of course, all those things. But then I fought back. I, I, uh, I was working for State Bank of Travancore. Then I thought I'll put in my papers because that was the time VRS was announced. But my doctor said, nothing doing. You have to keep going. You have to get ready and keep going to work every day. And that's how I withdrew my papers. And I continued working. Only the 10 days after chemo effect, I used to stay at home and back to work. My management was also so helpful. They used to tell me, come at any time, go at any time, do as much work as possible. And that kept me going. Believe me, I fought this disease, all the uh, treatment and all for full seven years. Full seven years was not a short time. But I bounced back. And nobody realizes, I have lovely long hair. And then suddenly all hair gone. So, you know, then I was wearing a short wig and everybody used to ask me, you cut your hair? I said, yeah, I cut my hair. And then I was not at all shy. I used to go and scarf. I used to just, people, people looked at me. I used to just tell them, yes, there is something wrong with me because no eyebrows, no eyelashes. So I was very bold about all these things. I used to tell them, yes, there is, I'm going through something and it will be all right. I fought back and then I was back on my feet. And nobody means when people see me also say, you have gone through all these things. I said, it does not, it need not be written on my forehead, but I have fought back bravely. So that's how I bounced back. Of course, with few uh, problems like knee pain and all, it's not going to be with us forever. But otherwise, no issues at all. I am absolutely a normal person today. Nobody will ever know that I have ever been through such a vigorous treatment and, of course, suffering for such a long time. But during my office hours, uh, uh, in my office also, 
when lot of people came to know about me they used to come to me madam aap itna strong hai hamare uh, kisi cousin ka ho gaya aap humko help karo ye karo through my office also i used to go to tata help them out with their visit hospitals with them and all you know i used to help them out so my uh, management also used to support me if you are helping somebody we are there with you you can just carry on this work and that's how i started counseling people also because i have always been a positive person nothing kept me back it really so, shows in the way you speak ma'am it really shows in the way you speak you so much of power in the way you're talking to me right now so yeah. i can feel it all the way here so yes go on sorry i cut you there <laughs> no so that's how i helped so many people and they used to feel i'm god i said no i'm only being a via media and i'm getting your papers little ahead of time and they are also so happy and then my doctor had told me pindu once you retire you are joining indian cancer society you have to join and work, do some work for indian cancer society that's how after retirement i am with indian cancer society in the rehab department and doing excellent work and i am enjoying it thoroughly full satisfaction i earlier did voluntarily then they have absorbed me and i enjoy every moment over there being with the patients and little bit of course i'm not a certified counselor but i do lot of counseling and they are so happy with me and uh, i'm enjoying my work it's just so amazing even after retirement Sorry. even after retirement i am totally busy when people some of my friends tell me i'm getting bored i said i have no time to get bored now in this full pandemic also not there was not a day when i didn't have work oh there my. was not a day when i didn't have work there's so much work for these cancer patients now i really enjoy and we do processes for uh, in fact we help the cancer patients to keep themselves busy and get processes made from them and we pay them a little amount so that you know it motivates them and keeps them going to continue with their treatment we deal with basically with uh, underprivileged class so they are also happy and we are also very happy and indian cancer society is very happy with the patients and with of course <laughs> my work also so it keeps us going great ma'am it's so great how you've taken an experience that is in your life and made it so positive you've taken it so positive nobody has to do that no not a lot of people have that have that effort and have that uh, energy and strength to make it some made make a bad experience or whatever the experience was into something greater than themselves and i think that is exactly what you are doing here people yes. who are listening to you would be able to now if i was talking about it i don't think they would listen to me as much as they would listen to you because you have gone through it you know exactly minute, what yes, what the minute is. they come to know that it has been so many years they ask me madam aapko kitna saal ho gaya and when i tell them they say oh they see so much hope in themselves yes we can stay alive for enough many years now so you know that gives them a lot of confidence and i love to see that satisfaction on their face yes and it is just so beautiful that you are a living example for them exactly so they are seeing you right in front of themselves yes. so they don't need any more proof <laughs> they don't need any that's absolutely right yeah i yeah. tell them i said do you even know what i've gone through so aap bhi theek ho jayenge aur aap bhi acche se zindagi bitayenge exactly so, yeah com- a- yeah coming to your story ma'am i want to know more about you um how did you take care of your sister and how did that lead to your experience ma'am when it comes to your sister uh, what were her symptoms and how did that happen actually her symptoms were there was a gland in the breast and it was so tiny 
she went to the doctor of course we first we go to the gynec so she said her son was just born a few three four uh, years before so the doctor said it could be a milk gland and in three and four months it became from a uh, what to say a small seed it became like a chiku size and then of course they rushed they did the operation in indore she lived in indore and then she came she was brought to mumbai we said let's bring her to mumbai and then in bridge candy she took the treatment under dr jasawala she was and she was quite okay for 6 months and then how it started spreading we really don't know it went to the brain and then 100 days in and out i looked after her 100 days i just gave up my job i took leave for 100 days i went back to work only after 100 days that's how every moment i lived with her and that taught me how to handle my uh, illness every step i knew what's going to happen so that taught me to fight back now, i knew what's going to happen and uh, more than the surgery i was scared of chemo <laughs> losing hair for a woman and who's got such long hair it was so frightening but then uh, after every chemo it started growing and i said i got lovely hair after that so that again was a positive thing and uh, from my sister only i learned all these things of course i i was a caregiver for my mother in law for my mother i love means i used to tell them also i love doing a nurse's job <laughs> ah, nice <laughs> so that's how i looked after them also but by the grace of god when i was not well they all looked after me so wow. the family family support was a big thing the whole family was with me and uh, even after that when you can't do so many things with your hand the side that is affected no problem in my house family support is really very good till date they don't let me do lot of things so that is one pos- uh, big positive thing you know your family supporting you is a big thing not a lot of us have that luxury but for those who do it's beautiful to see how the family comes together when right, a person yeah. at such loggerheads in life um everybody comes together and does their part i feel yeah it is a and team effort ma'am it is it is and my doctor was so good he had instructed me so well that in 20 years i have not had the lymphedema problem at all he had instructed me so well don't do this so many do's and don'ts he had told me and i followed them and when i see patients coming after two months with swollen hand i tell them what's wrong with you all so they were not there of course see when there's a massive flow in the hospitals for me it was in a private hospital i went to one doctor uh, advice it helped me and till date i don't have lymphedema problem at all so that also makes a lot of difference yes that also does um ma'am coming to your treatment uh, you said you've taken part of chemo uh do tell us about how you went through chemo and how they took care of you at the hospital ma'am uh chemo first of all when when my doctor told me that i'm going to give you an injection which is costing 60000 rupees 20 years before it was such a big amount that itself i said i don't want <laughs> just leave me alone <laughs> said nothing doing so i was taking a very heavy injection so then uh, of course because my children were small my doctor was also very cooperative and he used to let me go off and on and i used to, i was taken care at home after the chemo so but then i did not require radiation i took six chemos 
and uh, fortunately all my cycles were on time all my cycles were on time so in my third chemo i did suffer but then it was okay i just got back on my feet and my cycles went on properly and i completed my chemo in 6 months right and then i was okay right um how did your family take the whole information <coughs> how did they help you cope everybody was shattered because first of all it my mother knew, knew she had already lost one daughter and the second one is in line means it my husband was also shattered because kids were just born and that also uh, twins and that, in that one girl one boy that happiness was so much in that happiness we were suddenly slapped he has come back to ground level so every, every everybody uh, supported quite a lot everybody i can't blame anyone that this one didn't uh, care for me or that one didn't care for me everybody support was there by turns they took and they helped me out amazing that is so that is so great to even hear even yeah. hearing the fact that oh, everybody was there they did their everybody part everybody was there yeah yeah and <coughs> you were you were you had just given birth to your twins and you you told me uh, you had already gone through one set of hospital visits i'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> and then set next set of hospital visits but and joyous one and this was like a i was just telling somebody i said god just slapped me and reminded me ke, hey you don't forget just because the kids are born and you are just lost in your happiness better remember that i'm there so that's why he slapped me and got me to ground level yes <laughs> please remember me so must again, thank god every day yes must you speak with so much of gratitude even while you're talking you speak with so much of gratitude in your voice um ma'am uh, coming to self uh, detection and early examination um how is how much is that important in your life because if you hadn't detected the breast cancer on your own i don't think nobody even would have known such a situation uh, how much stress on the importance of self detection it's very very important i have i was just having a bath and i felt my nipple was hard that was the only thing which made me realize you know it could be anything but i knew it was same same thing so that's how i rushed and then after that i've been telling each and every one whom i know unknown people also please do breast examination please it can be done at home and whether you like it or no just do it and let's detect it much before time so it really helps self examination has to be done it's yes. very helpful yes ma'am um, even even talking about uh, you as a caregiver ma'am how how did your sister Uh, how were you taking care of your sister as part of your caregiving process how happens once it was detected that she's got a brain tumor then uh, uh, it was quite miserable she wouldn't know and she would confide till she was in her good senses she would confide everything in me and then afterwards also looking after her it suddenly the bp used to uh, shoot up and she used to throw up all these things were there so day and night i used to be there i did not come home also i was unmarried at that time so i could look after her every moment that helped me so even though her husband was there but uh, we were very close to each other so everything she would tell me she would just even in radiation i used to go with her and those people used to tell me please don't enter madam you are not married you are not supposed to enter the radiation even those areas are good not good for you 
but she used to just hold my hand and say don't go anywhere don't go anywhere i used to tell her yes i'm with you you know to what so mm. that's how i was yes uh, with her and it gave you the ample information and the ample experience to examine yourself exactly. is what you were saying yes yes and this is why the early you early you were able to get right Yeah. those symptoms you saw the symptoms you were able to detect it sooner and you were able exactly. to go to yes. the hospital and rush the minute i i came to know on 12th of october and 21st i was operated imagine in 10 days everything was done in 10 days i did not waste a minute in thinking it was only those 10 days doctor needed because it was navratri time <laughs> right so and more than more than this experience i feel you had grown as a person out as well while taking care of your sister as a yeah. caregiver because that changes you it tends to give you an experience because many a time people uh, only concentrate on the patient a lot of times the caregiver is not given importance uh, i mean when the patient is going through what they are going through the, it affects the caregiver as well yes, right it had affected me so much that you know even one chapati i couldn't eat it couldn't go down my throat in a phone ring you i used to shatter oh my god suppose i by chance if i have come home and the phone has rung i used to shatter it's from the hospital what do i do it was that much i was deeply involved with her and everything talking to the doctor going along with her everything was my work so that really helped me and it gave me so much of experience and that's how i can face everything today I become a stronger person. It's so beautiful, ma'am. Because I too have an elder sister, and it, it I can really like I can relate. see myself. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate a lot to it because I see her as well like that. Yeah, um, she was my pillar. My sister was my pillar. And believe me, after she died, only I thought of getting married. I never wanted to get married. <laughs> I missed her so much that I decided yes, now I have to get married because I don't have anybody to be with. Right. Right, I understand, ma'am. It is—it's such a beautiful bond. I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, more questions you can ask me. I do. I do have a lot of questions coming by, uh, ma'am. Talking about your lifestyle, coming to your cancer. Uh, how was your lifestyle before you got uh, the breast cancer, and how has it changed afterwards? Nothing much changed. My one breast missing did not uh, bother me at all. and as such nothing changed in my life my work continued my uh, social life also continued after i had done with all my this thing social life continued my relatives and everybody like coming going i bond very well with both the sides of my uh, family so as such nothing changed in my life ma'am diet wise diet wise i've always been a vegetarian and not a very fussy eater and i love my vegetarian food so Uh, of course i don't like a lot of masalas i eat very simple food yes i am an absolutely simple uh, what to say simple food i eat dal chawal sabji roti that's it <laughs> yeah so the alternative treatment you had thought about while you were going through your treatment yes yes you go crazy na when you hear this ke okay that will cure you this will cure you so somebody came up with an ayurvedic kada that also i had somebody came with homeopathy of course homeopathy i didn't take because you know Because there are a lot of restrictions, yes. And plus, uh, what you want at that time is quick relief. So only allopathy actually helps at that time. 
Yes, ma'am. So I did take Ayurvedic, but basically my main uh, treatment was all allopathy only. Yes, ma'am. Everything else was allopathy, <clears throat> and the doctors and the caregivers were also very very cooperative with you in the hospital. Very, my doctor was so cooperative that if I called him at seven in the morning. He would pick up the phone. Eleven in the morning, he would pick up the phone. There was never a time when he didn't answer my call. That was the relationship I shared with my doctor, and that's really, really so satisfying. I can't tell you, you know. You have complete, utter belief in him. Utter belief in him. Yes. Yeah. This is again a very nice thing to have. We have yeah. absolute trust in him, and it allows him to take care of you in a better way. Yes, ma'am. um coming to my next question ma'am uh, what was your reaction when you finally got the reports and they said okay now bindu ji is cancer free oh my god i was shattered shattered means not the word i thought my world had come to an end i did not even look back at my kids i said they will grow up on their own just like i said my disease said cancer free oh cancer free yes. oh my god i was in tears and tears and tears <laughs> Even that I could not take it, you know. Yeah. But I can't believe that yes. <laughs> and you said seven years is a very long time. Seven years in the sense, of course, all the tamoxifen, and then doctor gave me the some other medicines because of which some bones are affected and all. But then he said, never in your lifetime will you ever have this because of strong history. I'm giving you these medicines, and I believed in. Out and out, and I took the medicines, and that's how those seven years were there. It was not that continuously. Of course, every time going for the test and then waiting for the results outside the path lab, and then oh my God, it used to be like, what's going to come out? What's going to come out? So, so much of tension. Too much of tension. Mm. So that's it. But when I was said, I was told, "Okay, yes, now you're absolutely free." That was another beginning for me in life. Yes, let me get back to my original stuff. Mm. Wow, nothing that stopped is, me. Nothing. Yeah, even these pains and aches and all—they are nothing. <laughs> all that I'm having a happy life, doing everything that's required. My age doesn't come in my way. That is—I mean—that is how one should be. I believe. So, ma'am, uh, coming to my final question, uh, what is your message out there to everybody watching this video? Uh, caregivers, patients, survivors, everybody watching this video. What are the words of wisdom you have to give them as a message? As a message, I would say the very word cancer is scary, but cancer is curable if detected early. one should look at it positively and go for a treatment as early as possible instead of hiding from it just help out yourself and get cured cancer is curable yeah that is the message i would like to give so don't worry about the word cancer the c is not at all scary everything is curable at now in fact in nowadays even third and fourth stage people are getting cured so one should not worry after hearing the name ki abhi cancer ho gaya abhi hamara zindagi khatam no it is not like that yes ma'am definitely that is, is that the okay? 
yes that is the message we are trying to put forward to everybody out there watching this and as part of zenonco.io man i just wanted to ask you what do you think of uh, institutes like us who work for cancer patients like this actually whoever is doing work for cancer sorry ma'am i couldn't hear you i admire yeah i said anybody doing work for cancer people i really admire because you know so much of involvement is required and when you do it as a passion it is really really what to say loving caring and all those things are really required for cancer patients and yes ma'am so you were saying i mean i admire the people who do so much work for cancer patients because cancer patients not only need treatment medicine medicinal treatment but they need so much of your uh, moral support and uh, love of course because you know a lot of these underprivileged feel ke once you are detected with cancer means their life is over so many of them are just thrown out of the house and like husbands just ignore them and uh, so we even at ics we give them so much of support and make them stronger and feel that this you are not unwanted you can lead a normal life once you are okay so we help them fighting out the disease taking treatment and if uh, financial help is required also we do uh, give them and uh, we see to it that they are back in the mainstream line and make them do some work which they can go back in the mainstream and earn a livelihood for themselves so that they are on their feet again brilliant brilliant it is you were saying ma'am i said that is why i love means whenever i hear from anybody they are doing work for cancer people i just admire and appreciate everybody thank you so much ma'am thank you so much that means so much coming from you you know it means a big deal to us um thank you so much bindu ma'am thank you so much for being on this session here with us today taking the time out from you have had such a such a busy day today i know in between that you have taken the time out to talk to us it is a big thing for us on behalf of zenonco.io and love heals cancer i want to thank you ma'am thank you thanks a lot for talking to us you have had such an inspiring journey i am inspired so much by the way you are right now keep on inspiring all of us keep on inspiring all of us with what you do and it's just beautiful to see the person that it is this experience has become made you today thank, thank you, you so, so much man thank you thanks so much nadia lovely talking to you <laughs> it has been a pleasure ma'am for me as well thank, thank you, you.